0: Cheap. Talk ain't cheap. Cameo. Welcome to episode ten of Talk Ain't Cheap. This is a podcast about Cameo. I am Jensen Carp, and I'm Danielle Fischel Karp. and we are the only working couple of all of Hollywood. No, gosh. Um, this is a podcast where we go through three different celebrity accounts on the website Cameo. We tell you if we think they're a good deal by listening to their samples, by checking out their reviews, and then. Figuring out the price and if it makes sense. It's very scientific. Oh, I think we do this very much the same way I used to study periodic elements mm. on the table. Mm-hmm. I have to break it down per letter. I have to say this is how much it weighs. The atomic weight, is that what it is?
1: Atomic weight? Sure. Chip? You're talking to someone who doesn't have the science brain chip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
0: In high school, we never had science together. No. Did you have trouble in science yeah, class? Yeah.
1: Science and I do not know each other very
0: well. Oh, okay. Did you know about the summer school cheat? No. So in high school, we went to high school together for those who don't know. In high school, I would go to our neighboring school, Agura, Mm -hmm. during summer school and finish the the science class in like three weeks.
1: I know. I mean, when I was in college, I understood that like some classes that you really hated, it was better to just do them in three weeks. And even though it was a miserable three weeks, you were done in three weeks. Um, I think I did have to do that with chemistry.
0: You have to, meaning like you failed?
1: Uh, I was going to fail. Okay. Like I basically just said, How about we save ourselves this this drama and let me drop out and I'll do it again another time. But I don't think I did it in summer. I think I just did it the next year.
0: You did to science what like someone will do when they know they're getting broken up with?
1: Yeah, I broke up with them first. <laughs> right. I basically was like, chemistry, it is not
0: you. It's me. <laughs> but it would have been me. But it would have I been me had
1: I let this go on. But for right now,
0: it's me. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever been good at science. I mean, I ch- basically cheated my way through by going to these summer schools. One year I even went to Crespi, the all boys Catholic school nearby, because I heard it was even easier there. Wow. But yeah.
1: you're saying cheating, but like just because it's shorter doesn't mean it's easier.
0: It's sort of easier. Why? It, because you lose any sort of like focus over time. Like if it's three weeks, you're like, I'll get this over with and you pay attention a At the least time. the
1: short-term memory is more in effect. Like it's harder to forget the thing you learned. Yes. Because it's so it's recently. It's just right
0: there. Yeah. Oh, oh man. What, you you really would have failed? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. No, I when I mean to tell you, so my school was obviously, even though we went to the same school, I mm-hmm. got the curriculum from CHS. It was different because I was doing it on set with teachers. Most of the time, yeah. So I even had... One-on-one teaching help.
0: Yeah, no one fails like uh, on-set schooling.
1: I was going to. (laughs) And you know why I was going to? Why? Because our teachers did not treat school like a joke. There are, I think in the past, I don't think anymore, but in the past there were child actors who maybe were not getting the greatest of educations because they're- Maybe their onset teachers were a little lackadaisical.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to go up to a producer and be like, "Hey, he he or she can't film today because she has to do history." I mean, there's a lot writing on these kids' sets. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: They have full time jobs and they're supposed to be full time school students. So um, our teachers did not play around; like right. they were not letting things be easy for any of us. Um, maybe some things, like obviously, it was for part of my theater credit, they took me to the opera.
0: That's definitely a better education than just sitting uh, that's around. What I'm saying. And, yeah. but, but
1: it's definitely more fun yeah. than maybe some of the things you have to do in theater. So like in some ways, it's more fun um, and and maybe a little easier than what you have to do. But in other ways, I mean, chemistry, literally, I my teacher, I think it was uh, Wesley Staples who was trying to teach me.
0: That's the on set guy.
1: That's what well, we had too. We had David Combs and Wesley Staples. Mm-hmm. And then for math, they hired a guy named David Speck.
0: Okay. You guys had like three teachers. You had like a staff.
1: Oh, yeah. We had a full staff. Right. And um, for three of us that were in school, basically, at the same time. And then guest stars that would come on and be in school, too.
0: You ended up going to college later in life, graduating from Fullerton. Ben went to a really good school, right?
1: Ben went to Stanford. Wow. Yeah.
0: Did Ryder go to Ryder school?
1: went to Occidental, but he also went to Columbia.
0: Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they took it serious, yeah,
1: everybody took it very seriously. I was not so serious, to be honest with you. <laughs> you. I was really like, guys, what are we doing? Come on, right. like, let me go back. There are boys at school. <laughs> right. like I cared about going to the football games and, like my friends. I was not a serious student in high school. I had those three teachers, yes. Speck worked with me with math. David and David taught English and history, and Wesley did a bunch of other stuff with me. Wesley was trying to teach me chemistry. Wesley was like, honestly, Danielle, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get this. He hired me. My own chemistry teacher just to teach me chemistry. This woman came in. She was a French woman. Okay. And she only taught French and chemistry. Hmm. And she came in to teach me chemistry and we would do the tests together. (laughs) This is, by the way, the second time I had to take it. The first time I just was terrible at it and was like, I'm going to fail. So I dropped out and then took it again the next year. And she had to come. I literally, when I say...
0: It just doesn't compute. It
1: does not compute to me. You can look, you can fully explain it to me and I will look at it and I will be like, uh-huh. And then right. I'm like, uh-uh, no. doesn't make any sense. I don't know what you're saying. Huh. That's how chemistry is for me.
0: And then when you ended up, you're like me, you know, high school, you did okay. College, you did great. Both of us, I think, were four O's in, in college, basically. It, it, did you just take it more serious then? Like, what was what was the Yeah, change? absolutely.
1: I, in high school, well, to be truthful. In high school, I didn't think I, I didn't want to go to college. I had no interest in going to college. Part of that was, was because my mom didn't go to college. And when I was young, I thought I was going to either work as an actor if I was going to work, or what I really thought was going to happen is that I was going to get married super young and I was going to have a bunch of kids and I was going to be a stay-at-home mom because that's what my mom had done. And I liked the way I grew up. You were
0: going to have little Lance Basses.
1: I was going to have little Lance Basses. That was the plan. I don't know why it didn't work out. It's weird. Yeah. It's odd. Um, yeah. And so I just thought I was going to be a stay at home mom. Cause that's yeah. what, that's what I had.
0: Yeah. And right.
1: so I was like, I don't need to go to college. Like <laughs> ugh, who cares? So then I was like chemistry. What am I ever going to use this again?
0: Yeah, I, I see. So you were, you were like projecting what your future would be onto the subjects.
1: Exactly. And how much do I really need to take this seriously? Right. I will never use this again. And little did I know I'd start a hair care line that's where right. now I spend so much of my life. <laughs> researching chemicals. <laughs> you
0: do. I see you. You spend hours looking at that website. Luckily, checking out I'm
1: not the chemist. Yeah. You just have so to look it up. I just have to look it up and know what all the ingredients are and make sure you know pass they pass my own tests.
0: Well, I'm happy that we're talking about old professions and old uh, classes that we took because cameo back in the news this week with a pop culture mainstream story with the USPS being completely dismantled. Uh, John Ratzenberger, who played Cliff on the TV show Cheers. Uh, he's now known as sort of the good luck charm for Pixar. He's in like all the Pixar yes. movies ever. Uh well, Story. Yeah, that's right. Well, indie rocker uh, Tim Kasher, who I know from the band Cursive, he went ahead and hired John Ratzenberger uh, on Cameo for the perfect reason. Remember that uh, John played Cliff, a mailman on the show, and this was $120. Hey,
2: everybody. John Ratzenberger here. That's right the former uh, mailman for the TV show Cheers. And speaking of mailmen, uh, you know, the post office is in a little bit of a pickle right now. So I had an idea. Why not do all your Christmas shopping early at the post office store? Why not translate the dollar amount you're gonna pay for uh, Antilles' uh, new hat, and just buy that amount of stamps? And how many times is Antilly going to be wearing that hat? Pfft. Once, twice? So help your local post office. Go down there and buy something. Take care.
0: Yeah, perfect. What a great message. Shouts to Tim Casher of Cursive, who really came up with a good uh, way to use Cameo uh, to save Cliff's old employer.
1: Yeah, I I bought stamps.
0: I did too. Uh,
1: I was like, I'm going to go online and buy stamps. So Mm. I bought Halloween stamps. Oh. I bought international stamps that I planned just to use on um, local mail. Sure. So to help, you know support. All right. Um. I also bought, I bought some other stamps. I bought some hip hop stamps. Oh, I
0: saw those. Those were really yes. cool. I'm excited. To I see bought those. Bugs
1: Bunny stamps. Yeah. I
0: saw those as well. Space Jam almost in there too.
1: Yep. I so know. I bought some, um, they're expected. I got a notification that they've shipped. I didn't have to go in. I paid them. I bought them online. All
0: right. Fair enough. I do want to go over some of the emails first. Cause as I told you, when I get them, I catalog them to tell you uh, what is going on with Cameo. Uh, two big additions in the mailers this week. Joe Montana, okay football legend and actor Don Johnson
1: oh those are too big
0: two big ones that were sent out via email also some price drop announcements for those keeping score at home Randall Cunningham went down eight dollars just something to know from the email okay I don't know if anyone's oh. writing that stuff down uh last week the rollover was UFC announcer Bruce Buffer you uh,
1: said last week that you think he has an interesting story
0: Oh, my God. He is an incredible story. Uh, He's best known as Michael Buffer's brother. Now, that's unfortunate because Bruce Buffer has went above and beyond now at this point. But he is Michael Buffer's brother. Michael Buffer, best known for uh, Let's Get Get Ready Ready to to Rumble. rumble. That guy. Okay. Okay. I want to tell you about Bruce, though. Okay. All right. In 1989, Bruce was introduced to his half-brother, Michael. So not his full brother, his half-brother.
1: Very interesting already. Okay
0: when their birth father contacted Michael after seeing him on television.
1: What? Yes,
0: so his dad- Recognized him. Recognized him and was like, this is your half-brother. Like They met because Michael became a famous announcer. Bruce wasn't an announcer or anything, he was just a dude.
1: Wait, so they didn't know each other before?
0: No, nothing at all. In the mid-90s, Michael Buffer brought along his half-brother Bruce into the business after he met him. Oh, this is my half-brother? Great, come join me in this business, be my agent and manager. Wow. Okay, this became a business partnership to increase licensing productivity of the trademark. Let's get ready to rumble, and then turned it into him uh, for you know opportunities that Michael never would have looked at. You know, mm. he was a boxing announcer, uh, and so that is how the relationship started. Both his brothers and business partners, and because people would call all the time and be like, "Can Michael do this? Can Michael do this?" and Michael couldn't do everything. Right. So Bruce became the announcer. For the UFC,
1: wow! Because
0: it was like a it was like a layover. It was like, oh, I can't, I Michael, I, I can't do that. But maybe my brother Bruce will do it. And now Bruce is an announcer. Wow, that's great! It's a crazy story. Uh, he has a catchphrase as well. Obviously, you know, he'd have mm-hmm. to have one like his brother. His is, it's time. Is that it? Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. Oh. It's time. That's it. I didn't think it was that that good. Uh, It's right before the main event of UFC. He also has a signature move called the buffer 180 in which he motions directly across the octagon before quickly spinning 180 degrees and pointing to the corner being introduced. Buffer performs 45 degrees and 90 degree turns before most Bruce buffer 180s, but reserves the buffer 180 for main events and co-main events.
1: Okay, can I practice this? I yeah, wanna, I mean, I wanna, no one's
0: going to see it. It's a podcast, but- I know, okay. I know what a
1: podcast is. Uh-oh. I've been doing this for a very long time, okay. Jensen. All right, here we go. He goes like this?
0: Yes. Yeah, but he do a little more of a full body spin. Danielle did just her arm. I think it's also legs. I
1: did this. My, yeah, that's good. So it's not a pivot.
0: It's not a pivot. I think it's a full move. Well I mean yes you're doing a a, bu- a bunny hop now but yeah it's 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 a bit of a jump.
1: whatever you're so critical
0: At UFC <laughs> 100 after months of encouragement from Joe Rogan uh who's the announcer at UFC Buffer I per- thought
1: what Buffer was the announcer at UFC No
0: uh play by play is is uh Rogan. is Rogan but okay. the guy who gets up and introduces you know the, the okay. like main yeah, yeah, event yeah. dude Uh the
1: let's get ready to rumble guy yes, Okay his got it brother,
0: <laughs> Buffer performed a buffer 360 during his introduction of Frank Muir versus Brock Lesnar, he also performed the new Buffer Bow exclusively for Randy Couture, bending down as a knight would to a king in an accolade. This guy's got moves.
1: I'm so confused about why a 360 would be good. You just go right back to the guy you yeah, started. with. I didn't with.
0: know how that would work either. We'd have to probably watch that on YouTube.
1: Also, what's a 45 degree turn look like in this situation?
0: Just a little, like just a little arm turn. Well,
1: no, because like, like I what I was doing, this would be 90. Yes. So he just goes like.
0: He do, he, oh, because it's an octagon. Yeah, but still, they they still are across so from there's each corners. other.
1: So corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, I don't know why. I'm just saying that there is a point.
0: Yeah, he's pointing there. at something. Right. I don't know what's there. Uh, do you also want to know more about this, Bruce Buffer? I mean, we could pass. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. Professional poker player has made the final table of the World Series of Poker and also is a second degree black belt in Tang Soo Do. Wow. This dude is crazy. He's got hobbies. He's really out of his mind and he's on Cameo. I
1: thought you were going to say 299 pounds. And I was like, do they weigh the announcers (laughs) too? No,
0: no, this is $299.
1: $299. He
0: was a rollover from the cash game because we were surprised. I did tell you at the time that I had a theory on why he's so much money.
1: Right. Because he also does the let's get ready to rumble.
0: No, he would never do that. That's Uh Michael's, that's Michael's thing. Well, he's definitely going to do the it's time.
1: Maybe the only thing that could make it worth $299. Okay.
0: I know, as a guy who's produced television before, that getting Michael Buffer on your show, mm-hmm. Michael, is very difficult because you have to spend tons of money to get him do, to do Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever seen him in a movie or TV show doing Let's Get Ready to Rumble, they've they paid, paid him a it. ton of money. Now, Michael is is managed by Bruce. So Bruce is the guy who decided this is going to be a very expensive thing for you to do. You can't just go anywhere and do it. So Bruce has to be expensive, too. Do you know what I'm saying? Bruce has like an expensive aura around the Buffer family. I see. And so cameo can't be cheap for Bruce, but then be expensive for Michael or whatever. It's got the buffer name has to have some sort of legacy.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, it's
0: on. <laughs> he doesn't say it that.
1: Is it not like that? He doesn't. It's he, on. No, it's still, like
0: still wrong, but it would be fun if he was like, are you guys ready for the main event? It's on. <laughs> just like. very. Just, Does
1: anybody want to ask me to do one? I, I could. I mean, you heard what I'm capable of. I
0: mean, would you like try it again?
1: Sure. Ready? Yes. It's on. <laughs> that would be
0: so good. Every <laughs> All these UFC meatheads Listen, screaming. if Orange
1: Cassidy can be one of the biggest stars That's in true. all of
0: TV. For almost doing nothing.
1: I could probably do that.
0: Uh, 133 reviews for Bruce Buffer. How many stars? Five stars. Five stars, baby. It's on. Uh, it's on. His, his turnaround time, one hour. Wow. Yes. Uh, can I read you what it says under his name? Yes. International Sports and Entertainment and UFC Octagon announcer, please note that all videos done at Cameo are to be personal messages and will be filmed in casual attire unless I happen to be in a tuxedo when order is received and I'm able to fill it at that time.
1: Uh, Because I guess he wears a tuxedo for It's On?
0: Yeah. he wears (laughs) In a tuxedo. I didn't know you were going to be doing your catchphrase over and over. Um, He also notes that all private occasions such as weddings, uh, businesses, commercial usage... Uh, should all go through BruceBuffer.com where you can email for info and fees.
1: For a wedding? It's different?
0: Yeah, man, it's on. It, it's not the same. Why? He, I'm telling you, he, this Buffer family, man, they like... Got, yeah,
1: well, I like that he's being like, I will not tell you that you need to go to... Party City or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to do your business.
0: No, he won't do it. Uh, it's funny you bring up Party City because this guy does get asked to do a lot of parties. Uh, and that makes sense. Let's get to the first clip. This appears to be for a summer party weekend for friends, I think. Can't really tell.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome, everyone, to the main event pre and now it's time for the 2020 summer party. Let's party.
0: Okay. He didn't even say it's on. He he did. It, he said it's time. It's time. Oh, maybe it's time is his catchphrase. Oh phrase. my gosh! Oh it's no! Time. It's time. It changes everything.
1: Ugh, it- it's time.
0: That's what he said. Watch I can't believe I thought it was It's, it's on. on. That's my catchphrase. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do now on every podcast. <laughs> We're going to start it with it's on. Uh but yeah, I mean this buffer, he's screaming.
1: Yeah, he's just he's really screaming.
0: What did you think of it's time now that we know that that's his actual catchphrase?
1: I mean, the funny thing is when I heard it, I thought, well, that's a better catchphrase. <laughs> And here we are. It, that is a better... I thought he was going to be like, it's time. And then when he was like, let's get ready to party. It's on. I kept no. waiting for it's on, but no, it's time. Okay? It's time. I All like right. I like
0: it. Uh, Michael Buffer's second clip, a little hard to understand, but he was uh, this time in an intense purple tux. First time casual. Ooh, okay. This time, he just got lucky. He got the purple tux with a big bow tie. Uh, and you will understand the energy. Hey!
2: Out of Sudbury, Ontario, a professional ager from Division 30 with a staggering 28 self inflicted knockouts, usually by way of alcohol. Anetka Polish Princess Bishana!
0: By the way, very strong name pronunciation game.
1: Yeah. Like wow. the
0: fact that he even knew that, either it was phonetically I didn't perfect, even hear the name. I know, it's a little hard to understand, but he definitely hit the Polish. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Alright, excuse uh,
2: Versus the undefeated heavy age champion of the world, the 40s.
0: <laughs> That's him, man. Wow. I mean, he's I mean, Imagine it's being, exhausting to I listen to. Imagine being his neighbor. They're like, oh, he's doing cameos again. Mm, it's Ugh. exhausting to
1: listen to. I'm like, I, I'm having a hard time understanding what you're saying. Get yeah. to the point.
0: I'm sure he's so rich that he doesn't even have a neighbor within 10 yeah. miles. But if you do, imagine he's in an apartment complex. Oh my gosh. Oh God, Michael Buffer. All right, here's his third one. Uh, Bruce. Oh, yeah, Bruce. I'm getting them messed up. See, that's why they're so expensive. You ha- The Buffer name is too important to mess up. And look at me. I'm loosening up, and then I mess it all up.
1: I mean, it's on Michael Buffer.
0: Uh, all right, so this <laughs> is his third clip. Um, all right, this one, casual shirt. Maybe you get a little normal Bruce Buffer as well.
1: And
2: now, on this very special day, a very special man was born. And now, this is the moment. We've all been waiting for it's time. Happy 50th birthday, gorgeous.
0: Danielle just dropped her mic. Oh my gosh! All right, here we go.
2: Here we go. Today is truly the first day of the rest of your life. Big cheers and no fears forever.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: You hate him.
1: I, it's not him. Right. I don't, the announcer thing only works, in my opinion, mm-hmm. f- at the very beginning of a, like a match.
2: Big cheers and no fears forever. <laughs>
0: I don't, you don't think that works just in normal life? Big think- I mean... You don't think that if you're just uh, hanging out one day and you're just ready to watch TV <laughs> and you guys, you guys want to get pizza and someone goes... Let's
1: party!
0: You don't think that's super chill?
1: Let's have Lauren and Mike over. Okay. Lauren, Lauren Lapkus yes. and Mike Castle over mm-hmm. and then... And cheers. Yes. And say... Big
2: cheers and no fears forever!
0: <laughs> just scream it.
1: Just scream it. And yeah. then have a sword in our other hand.
0: <laughs> I Listen... Uh, Bruce Buffer has no chill. Yeah, no. We, we clear, even when he does his normal voice there, it it gets back to the high voice.
1: You it, have to be an enormous fan.
0: Yeah. An enormous fan to want this. Yeah, I agree. I Can I also- you, I
1: don't think you could even be a casual fan.
0: Can I remind you of something? Yeah. This was only his profession when he found out his half-brother did it. This isn't even something that was like necessarily his interest. He picked it up after he found out his brother was the biggest at it.
1: You know- who else is like that? Who? Danielle Fishel Carp doing podcasts. <laughs> Look at you now. Look at me. I have headphones on and a microphone. Let's
3: <laughs>
1: so listen. Do not slam someone picking up a career because they're affiliated with someone who's known for it. Cameo, baby.
0: Uh, anyone could be forced into anything is what she's saying. Okay. So I know where we're going to end here. Uh, Michael Buffer is $299. You get it within an hour, five stars, baby, 133 reviews. Do you think it's worth it?
1: This is in no way a slam to Bruce (laughs) or the, or the buffer,
0: the buffer legacy even,
1: or the buffer legacy, right? It would have to be $2.99 <laughs> for me. To, go fill the fit. <laughs> for me to go, ah, that's fun. Yeah, that's a fun birthday message. I don't want it. I, it's, It bothers me.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. It's not worth. I, I will say, here's where, you want me to tell you where I think it's worth it? Yes. And I found this a little bit online during my research. If you are having a UFC party,
1: Hundred, hundred percent.
0: I don't think it's two. Still not two ninety nine. I was going to say I don't think it's two ninety nine, but I think it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah,
1: I would I, if I if we were having a UFC party yeah. and it was a big fight and we were having people over. Yeah. I would love to have that to play up on the TV before we get into it. Right
4: now, raise your hand if you want to experience this
1: next positive life-changing opportunity, opportunity!
0: at one hundred and fifty. Absolutely, we yeah. will do it, William. Um, let's get into our second. Uh, person this week, uh, I don't know if you if you're a big fan of hers. I know I am. Grammy-winning singer-songwriter Lisa Loeb. Nice,
1: love Lisa Loeb. Those glasses,
0: iconic. The best, iconic. A yeah. uh, hundred dollars for Lisa Loeb. Wow, All pretty right. good, right? That is pretty good. Uh, Two hundred and seventy-seven reviews. Okay. Five stars, baby.
1: Five stars.
0: And two-hour turnaround.
1: Wow, so fast.
0: Uh, Lisa Loeb. Now, I I want to tell you and not you know sneak in the Marla Maple song. We're gonna hear a lot of Stay. I was gonna play it for you, but I realized it's her jam. She does it in a lot of her cameo videos. Great, okay. So we'll get into that. Here is Lisa Loeb's intro, and it might be my favorite we've heard so far. She is so, gosh darn, likable. Okay. Hi, I'm Lisa Loeb. I'll sing you a song.
3: I'll give you a message. You can see what I will do. It might be fun. How sweet
1: is she? Quirky adorable, very kind. I love her voice, too. Like, just even just her talking voice.
0: This is Lisa Loeb. Okay, I will be honest. A lot, a lot, a majority of her videos involve singing the song Stay As I Said, Mm -hmm. which is obviously what people want to hear, and it makes the most sense. So I pulled a clip of my favorite usage of the song, one that I think connects the most uh, for the person that she is recording it for. This is her first clip.
3: Hey, yep, it's Lisa Loeb. And you know what? Your friend Barbara, Barbara A. Lukman, from Credit Karma told me that you are going, th- you're thinking about leaving Credit Karma to go to Goldman Sachs, but they love you so much and they want you to stay and continue <laughs> to work with them
0: at Credit Karma. They said that you're the best. How great is that? Just for the record. So if you're looking to get someone to stay at your work, you get Lisa Loeb. Stay. Sorry. Oh. Right. Internal
3: auditor and the best coworker ever. So this is for you. This is a message straight to you, Yap. Yeah? And it's a message about how your coworkers are feeling. They said they want you to stay. So I'm going to play my song.
0: We put it together, Lisa. I didn't, we, yeah, yeah, we, we definitely we, got it. Okay. We understand. Yeah.
3: Stay. Oh. Ready? And maybe it will change your mind. You say I only hear what I want to And you say Talk so all the time.
0: Do you want to keep hearing it? Yes. Okay.
3: Time. So. And I thought what I felt simple. And I thought that I don't belong. And now that I am leaving, now I know that I did something wrong because I missed you.
0: I did. I'll keep playing it. But I did want her to be like, Credit
3: Karma. <laughs> yeah, it would be so cute <laughs> if here. she had that in. They miss you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope you stay safe and stay wearing a mask and stay connected with all these people (laughs) who really think so highly of you, even if you do decide to leave. But they really want you to stay. Stay at Credit Karma. Okay. Let me know what happens. (laughs) Bump, bump. Let me know what happens. It's a cliffhanger. I hope you stay.
0: I. Big Lisa Loeb fan over here. I mean,
1: that is so cute.
0: What a cutie. And uh, she, like I said, song went on for two minutes. I cut it down. Wow. She does the whole thing. Uh, I had to search a bit so that we could hear more of what Lisa Loeb does on Cameo. So I found a great one for a birthday. Uh, This is the second clip from Lisa Loeb.
3: Hey, Jenny, it's Lisa Loeb here. And your husband, Colin, loves you so much. He said, my wonderful wife is turning 41. So first of all, I want to say... Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Jenny, happy birthday to you.
0: In another video, she references why she uses a ukulele instead of a guitar. She says, because then you can see the whole thing in the cameo.
3: Oh, That's sweet. All right, keep going. And many more. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Um, I know it's an unusual year, but I hope that you get to find some time for yourself. It sounds like you just have your first book coming out, which is major. It's called Origins, so I wanted to congratulate you on that. That is major, especially because you have a little guy, Ollie, and I know it's hard to have two children, a book and a child, so I wanted to say congratulations. I'm just so excited for you. And I know Ollie, you listen to my nursery rhymes every night. I know you're here listening, so I just wanted to sing. Little boy blue, come blow your horn. The sheep's in the meadow, the cow's in the corn. Where is the boy who looks after the sheep? He's under the haystack, fast asleep. Isn't that great?
1: I just... Discovered Lisa Loeb sings nursery rhymes for your
0: baby. I was trying, I was that was my big introduction for you. Oh
1: my gosh. We don't,
0: to be honest, we don't do enough lullaby nursery rhymes, we stuff. don't do
1: enough music today. Yeah. I just literally just today, I, you walked out and I was playing music because mm-hmm. I like silence. Yes, I like a silent house. Yes, and um, I said the whole time I was pregnant, wouldn't it be great if this child is born and he just loves silence and he
0: kind of does. He does. Yeah.
1: And what I didn't realize is how important music is for getting kids to dance and getting them to move and even verbal skills yeah. and language. If they can oh, memorize you think that songs, if
0: babies are raised in a silent house. It's hard for them to speak.
1: Yeah, oh, unfortunately, okay. one plus one there. Uh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> I know it was a bit of a bummer for me, but um, anyway, I, I, this is great. Is that great? I love it.
0: I thought that would be awesome for you. Uh, we have Lisa Loeb now. Uh, this is a a final clip. It's a cameo with a new song from her, and I'm gonna tell you, I think it's kind of a bop. Okay. I cut it down from three minutes, so this is uh, Lisa Loeb's final clip.
3: Hey, Anna, it's Lisa Loeb here. I'm so excited that I get to be part of your birthday, and I heard that you were supposed to be at my Dallas show, probably my Louisville show last year, but that you had an emergency and you couldn't go to the show. I wanted to play a song for you. I probably wouldn't have played this last year because it wasn't written yet. This is a song called Shine. This was actually written before what's going on right now in the world with uh, COVID. Um, This is a song for you. All the small things that happen today Could be the big things that get in your way don't lose the spark in your eyes keep your heart open wide go be a star and love who you are once you know you have everything then you'll have Shine, shine, shine. To shine, shine, shine. I'm so happy to be part of this message. Take care.
0: Lisa Loeb. So sweet. Isn't it a good song? It's a great song. New from her. So, Lisa Loeb kind of fitting into the Debbie Gibson mold. Yeah. You you get your own concert. Uh, Lisa Loeb, again, $100. 277 reviews at five stars, baby. Two-hour turnaround. What do you think? I mean, this is a bargain. I think it might be a second bargain. A second bargain. Yeah, it it is. Let's Are you already mad at that drop? I'm so
1: angry at that drop. That drop, <laughs> ugh, that drop is- Might have to stick around for a little. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, yeah, $100, pretty good deal. I think- A great deal. And, and by the way, this shows that music, personalized, used for your sake when you purchase a cameo, yeah. is the way to go.
1: Also, neither one of them are scripted. No. You can tell they're just genuinely- talking to the person they are sending a cameo to even though they don't know them yeah they've just they're focused on what they're doing and they care it's a great
0: yeah having a good time so we have our second bargain ever lisa Loeb and debbie gibson all right let's move into clip number three uh this is an actor best known for the breakfast club st elmo's fire new jack city he was a member of the brat pack this is judd nelson do you remember judd nelson
1: I know the name. Okay. I can I think I can picture the face, but I'm gonna look him up right now.
0: He was the the uh like the burnout in breakfast. Yes, Club. yes, I
1: knew exactly who he was.
0: So like, you know, the famous yeah. final scene, uh, you know, the shot with his arm up in the yes. air. That's him. So that's Judd Nelson, uh two hundred dollars. Okay. A lot of money for Judd Nelson. He has uh kind he's kinda of new to the site, so don't hold it against him. Three reviews. But of those three reviews, what do you think uh he's got stars wise? Five, five stars, baby. Uh, nine hour turnaround. Okay. Now, can I tell you something that I've noticed a little bit about Cameo? Every once in a while, mm-hmm. Judd Nelson has it. John Lovitz has it. Uh, also, Priscilla Presley has it. Those are just off the top of my head. They're at a dinner or a meeting with the uh, co-owner of Cameo. So they really? go yes. Yeah, so they go out to dinner or meet up with him, and then they set up their account as the dinner or meeting is over. So he'll say, hey, this is me, the co-owner of Cameo. I just signed this person. And then he reveals it, and that's the intro. Mm. Like So like I said, it's not really worth playing on the show, but in this case, they did a small bit where he says, hey, I'm the co-owner of Cameo. I stole Judd Nelson's phone and signed him up for Cameo. Then Judd Nelson walks up behind him and is like, hey, man, someone stole my phone. Have you seen it? And he goes, no. It wasn't great. It wasn't a great start. Okay. Okay. So know that from Judd Nelson. Um, he's definitely become a bit of a brooding looking guy, Okay, full beard, wears a beanie a lot. Mm. He, a little like his character, just not really uh, a smiling type of person. Uh, I'm not sure you would go to him on cameo for like high energy messages of positivity. You're having a girl. (laughs) No, 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 he's he's not. He would be like this. You're having a girl like it's just it's It's on. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what he would give you. Uh, Let's first check out a birthday message to Molly. And it's important for me to tell you that something is a little goofy with Judd's phone for every one of his cameos. No one has told him to fix his phone. Will I hear it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you will hear it. Uh, He might be. I'm pretty sure it's a phone, but he could also be using one of those recorders from the 60s that like reporters use when they (laughs) get like a scoop. Yeah, Uh, this is this is Judd Nelson. Hello, Molly Dunn.
4: I'm Judd Nelson, and I would like to wish you a very happy birthday. Congratulations on another successful journey around the sun. You know, the world is an imperfect place. Screws fall out all the time. But it is a better place
0: because you are in it. Thank you, Molly. Wow. It's real to real, I think.
1: What is he, yeah, what is he recording on? I have
0: no idea. But also, like, the ending is nice, but it's also kind of depressing. Like, he's like, the world is loose. Imperfect screws screws falling out. It's like, you know, uh, there's over 12,000 deaths in Orange County alone, but sure, happy birthday, man. Like, it's super sad. Like, you know, I don't know, we're approaching the 20th anniversary of 9-11, but never forget, you're a good person with a lot of great friends. Like, it's like, he doesn't have to preface it yeah. was something bad from the world also he he has the energy of like an Al-Qaeda okay video. but
1: that's just one maybe they're not all like that
0: okay well then let's play the second one from Judd Nelson uh hiring him for insane pep talks this is what I first thought was uh, helping someone get into college but figured out quickly it's about something totally different also it's worth noting as we do in many videos there is a boomer issue up top hello Michael Sorry to hear about Stanford. Do you know if it's on just that one video yet? <laughs> okay, here we go.
4: I know you're feeling bad. Fortunately, it's not the last horse on the planet.
0: Okay, now when he said Stanford, you assumed it was college, but then he says it's not the last horse on the planet.
4: What? Yeah. Okay. I do believe that with your excellent horse trading skills, you'll have another one soon. Oh my
1: gosh, this is a horse that died in a race. That's
0: what I think. Stanford.
1: Yeah.
4: For even less money, that you'll sell for even more money. And horses live a long time, so you might get those other horses back.
0: Now, that I didn't understand. What? I didn't understand that. Didn't get it.
4: You might be the mother goose of horse people. I think it's all going to work out well for you.
0: Uh, Do you know who he sounds like? Ooh. The serial killer in Saw. And in Seesaw. Well, this is what Jigsaw, the okay. serial killer in Saw, sounds like. Congratulations. You are still alive.
1: <laughs> Most people
0: are so ungrateful to be alive. Sounds totally like him, right? Listen. Hello, Molly Gunn. I'm <laughs> John <Nelson. laughs> Like, it sounds so much like Saw. I mean, and, and he's still with the sad, the horse is dead, you know what I mean? Like, happy birthday. Like, it's just like, Do you want to hear his third clip? Yes, please. All right. Here's another birthday. Hello, Yula. I'm Judd Nelson.
4: And I'm wishing you a very happy birthday. Congratulations on another successful journey around the sun. I'm sure this year has been difficult. It's a confusing year for sure. But I think it was Abraham Lincoln who said, you can predict the future by creating it. So here's hoping this year to come will be the best year you have created yet.
0: Now, is it on brand to find out that that quote is not from Abraham Lincoln?
4: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is
1: it really not? I In my head thought, it's it's probably not, because we just had
0: had Laura Trump, right? We just had this conversation about the Trumps. They did it during the The RNC RNC as well. That is not uh, Abraham Lincoln. That is a Facebook quote attribution. Uh, They say it originated from a guy named Dennis Gabor, a physicist who won the 1971 Nobel Prize for inventing um, holograms. Oh my gosh. No one really truly knows its origin, but Daniel Worthington, director of the papers of Abraham Lincoln, has definitely went on record as saying, I'm not familiar with that quote. I cannot find it in any one of our documents. I have doubts that Abraham Lincoln ever said it. I would like to address here that Judd Nelson started it on cameo. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> could we could we then give the attribution to Judd Nelson and take it away from Abraham Lincoln or whoever the hologram dude is? Oh my
1: gosh. I don't
0: know. But it, I mean it's so on like it's perfect it's for perfect, Judd Nelson. F- yeah. Uh, well, that's Judd Nelson, and he is $200. $100. Yeah, $200, three reviews, five stars, nine-hour turnaround. Where are you on Judd Nelson?
1: Did you shorten those videos at all, or are you getting about 20 to 30 seconds per video?
0: I did not shorten them.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sound quality?
0: <laughs> I mean, Poor. I mean, it's beyond poor. It's almost... Uh, I had a friend of the show, Justin Siegel, clean it a little. Wow. And by the way, there's a bunch of them on his sample page all with that problem. So it's not like he's, no one's filled him in via review. The guy who signed him up, the co-owner, didn't say, hey, man, also, uh, you're using a sidekick. You yeah. use like a real phone. You're
1: using the uh, Nokia flip phone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, Judd Nelson, man. What are you wow. thinking? Wow.
1: Um, this is overpriced. Yeah.
0: At the sound issue, I wouldn't even pay over 50.
1: The sound issue is really bad. I'm really surprised it hasn't affected his ratings. I know, I know he only has three reviews.
0: But he still has five stars, baby
1: that's what I'm saying yeah. but maybe he has maybe the people who would have rated him lower just chose not to rate
0: yeah but also you're stuck with something that sounds like this congratulations <laughs> you are still alive like it's not it's like such a dark it doesn't sound he also good. has
1: about the same enthusiasm I know they sound
0: exactly the same yeah All right, let's get into the cash game um, all right, so let's start with a friend of ours uh, someone you've known since your childhood wrestler uh, Mick Foley known as mankind Dude love Cactus Jack. How much do you think he is on cameo?
1: Mm, 85 bucks.
0: He's 75 Damn All up. right. getting better and better. Uh, someone we unfortunately met once Tommy Laren, a political uh, correspondent. How much do you think she is on cameo? a hundred bucks. She is eighty dollars. You are very good at this. Thank you. It's very scary. Uh, now this person is listed on cameo as not Tom Cruise. And that okay. means it is an impersonator of the actor Tom Cruise. 40 bucks. $85 <gasps>
1: currently. For an impersonator?
0: Currently uh in the lead, yeah. Wow.
1: All okay. right.
0: Uh former LA Dodger Steve Garvey.
1: Steve Garvey 65
0: he's 125 wow Wow! all right uh leslie ann warren who i do eventually want to get a cameo from okay because i was told by my mom that uh my father who is now deceased went on a few dates with her and i need to know if that is true <laughs> she's from the movie clue one of my favorites ever victor uh victoria uh Les- I thought
1: your dad told you that your mom told my you mom
0: that? told me that my father was like yeah he like kind of went with it. he was like it's on he just <laughs> it's like, on. yeah he just calmly said it uh how much
1: Leslie Ann Warren. Um, 50
0: bucks. 160.
1: Wow. You could understand
0: why I've been waiting on purchasing this this said cameo. Yes. 160. All right.
1: Do you, I want to talk about, Please. More about this. Please. Let's go. Because it is entirely possible that your dad did go on a couple dates with her, yeah. and she would not remember him at all.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so- Let's pop!
0: That's the kind of reaction I'm expecting from Leslie and Warren when I tell her I was Lawrence Karp's son. Right. If I don't
1: get that. What if she's like, no, I do not know Lawrence or Larry Karp. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know what I, you're talking about. I have about. a
0: photographic memory. I remember everyone I ever went on a date with. Right. <sighs> I don't know. I think it'd be fine.
1: What if she doesn't call him a liar though? But that would that'd be like he's a liar. What if she doesn't Uh, do that? She just goes, "No, I I don't don't know him. I don't remember." Would you think, okay, well, he probably still did. I just I don't. It's a great question.
0: I don't know. I I haven't thought of it. I'm worried.
1: I don't think we should do this. I think you should just...
0: Just call it a day? Just call it a day. Live with the idea Live that my dad with, went on a date yes. with a girl from Clue.
1: Right. Yeah, which is, by the way, the reason this is such a big deal is that this is one of your I love favorite it. movies. And she's so good in it. And she's so great in it. And you love her. And I so know. you the idea that your dad went on a date with her is just, is like cool history for Did
0: you. Did you know that we went to school with Beth Ann Warren?
1: No, I did not Her
0: niece. And many times I thought about being like, can you ask your aunt if she... But I just... Again, something you don't want to know. No. It's the Pandora's box.
1: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You (laughs) You have enough Pandora's box (laughs) things with your father. It's
0: true. I don't need more. I think we're good here. Uh, Charlie Sheen. What's his cost?
1: Charlie Sheen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You you know it's ridiculous. So that's...
1: $500. You
0: have a bullseye. Cameo, baby! I'm
1: so glad I got a bullseye because I don't want... We're not to gonna know get anything to him. about
0: we won't get to him, but eventually we will, but we have not got to him yet.
1: Well, we have 30,000 more <laughs> celebrities before we get to Charlie Sheen.
0: Thank God you got forced into this profession. <laughs> uh okay. SNL actor Chris Catan is your final <gasps> one. Chris Catan.
1: Um
0: 125. He's $95. Okay. Which you got close. Um, so you have left behind uh definitely not Tom Cruise, definitely Steve Garvey, and definitely uh, definitely Leslie Ann Warren. So you could pick between those three.
1: I mean, let's go with Leslie Ann Warren. All right,
0: let's do it. We'll yeah, get into it, we'll and also it. we'll get closer. Maybe,
1: to- maybe we'll decide. <laughs> maybe after we watch her cameos, we'll be like, you know what? I feel, I feel good about. We could
0: do it. Yeah, like she'll let me down slowly.
1: Exactly, Very it'll be good. worth it.
0: Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Talk Ain't Cheap. Remember that we have everything going on at our Patreon. You can go there now at patreon.com slash thecarps. Uh, this podcast gets released early over there on top of other podcasts we do, one where Danielle and I just sit down and watch episodes of television. We watched Ugh, Supermarket Sweep. and so fun. It may have changed our lives. Well, let's not, let's not go that far. All right, but we it. did watch two episodes. We did. We watched two. We sat down for one, ended up with two. Yeah. Oh, man, we're really changing lives. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. G. Talking cheap. Talking cheap. Carry